morning. Lovely young dancers are vanishing when they answer casting calls at an old vaudeville theater in Hollywood. Tori Reigns, a feisty and beautiful detective, goes undercover to find the killer. Her beauty lands her a part in the chorus line where she can conduct her investigation among the costumes and glitter. Despite romance, twists, and terror, Tori tracks down the deadly threat in a chilling chase. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, this week, we are reviewing Slashdance from 1989. Unfortunately, Paul's wife wanted us to do strip tease, but uh, the movie's not available on any kind of digital platform that we are subscribed to, and the DVD's running about $100 right now, so it's a little bit out of our budget range. If anyone would like us to review it, please feel free to send us a copy or, you know, email us about it. So, you heard what the four-pack of Drop Dead Gorgeous DVDs had to say about Slash Dance on the back. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. Paul, go ahead and get us started. All right, let's start with the top first. <laughs> What's good about this one? All right, so number three, this movie is very 80s. It's basically the embodiment of the 1980s in film form. Number two, the comedy in this film is just so ridiculous and over the top that I couldn't help but laugh at a lot of it. It was certainly bad, but in a funny kind of way during most of the most of the scenes, especially with Amos and the flasher guy. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those movies that was kind of like so bad that it's good or entertaining. Yeah, it was like they did a lot of things wrong, but the things they did right, they did quite well. And number one, I gotta give credit to the killer. I can't say that I've seen many many killers that used a saw as their main weapon. And I mean one of those cheap hand saws that look like they can barely cut through styrofoam. But, you know, he managed to kill a total of, like, three people throughout the film with it, so... You know, good on him. You know, I mean, surprisingly, in my youth, like, we had one of those, and I used to take, like, everything in the garage and, like, pretend they were, like, weapons and knives and swords and stuff, and I actually used that on quite a few uh, boxes and literally styrofoam blocks, and it cuts pretty cheap. I mean, saws are effective weapons if you use them properly. It is, but it just looks like one of the really cheap ones that you'd find in any tool tool case that... Nobody really uses they just kind of have around to say, I've got a saw in case I need a saw. So, conclusion. Saws, effective weapons, but not effective movie series. So, for me, number three on the top, Rupert, the Flasher, is probably the funniest person in this film. I won't spoil the lines now because, you know, we might have a quote war coming or something like that. That'd be crazy, right? But, you know, he's pretty cool. Number two, the majority of this film is about scantily clad women dancing auditioning, rehearsing, and being murdered. Number one, through the course of this movie, I realized that most, if not all of the women in this movie, were actually wrestlers from the syndicate Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Like, I really noticed it when uh, when Queen Kong was in this movie as uh, Repo, one of the, uh, you know, people that gets arrested by the main character, who I found out was Americana, you know, basically the Hulk Hogan of GLOW. But, you know, kind of got me excited and, you know, nostalgic for the old days of, you know, women in tights beating the shit out of each other. Once again, very 80s. So, Paul, what about the bottom? What was what was not so good about this film? All right, number three. So all 
just about every joke in this movie was pretty dumb, but some of them were actually kind of funny, you know, partially due to the fact that they were kind of dumb. However, there were an equal amount of jokes that just kind of missed the mark and were just dumb and not really funny at all. Number two, this movie was at least 60% rehearsal scenes, and they're basically the same each time. They all go on way too long and really detract from whatever plot this movie was supposed to have. And number one, for a slasher film, this film went really light on the slashing. People were murdered so infrequently that I kind of kept forgetting that I was watching a slasher film at all. I kind of forgot what the plot of this movie was, like, multiple times. Not to mention light on the slashing. At least one of the women was strangled instead of slashed. I mean, what the fuck? It's just wrong. So for me, number three, the acting in this movie is just plain bad. Men, women wrestlers whatever they are i mean they deliver their lines they just don't deliver them well i don't think they were going for good acting but yeah number two a good portion of this film is spent featuring women in tights dancing on a stage either auditioning or rehearsing yes i used air quotes although this you know women are attractive it gets old and boring very quickly and number one just like paul this is a slasher film, as evidenced by the title, Slash Dance, yet the killer isn't even given any fame, media-frenzied name, or anything else that might make him distinct or unique or even known in any way. Also, he only has three kills. Like, what the fuck? Come on, guys. And he, one of them is a slash, one of them is a strangle, and one of them is a shooting. Like, fuck off. You know, you're not really a slasher. Like I said, that little that cheap little saw is not an effective weapon. He uh, he should have gone. He should have at least gone to like the more expensive section of Home Depot. So you know what we thought of at the beginning was might be a little crazy. We're gonna have anyway a good old fashioned quote war. Quote war. So Paul, why don't you start us off? All right, like a chiseled rock. I will reveal my cock. You call that snack a feast? You brought me a fucking cop? Her tits are too nice to be a cop. Jesus Christ, I got beat up by a pair of tits! You get stranger every day. Son of a bitch, we can't even keep the perverts around here. And that ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this film or anything else you'd like to say about Slash Dance from 1989, please leave it in the comments below. I think it's time for us to give our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 5 out of 10. I gave it a 6 out of 10. So I have to say, Slash Dance, it's a generic 80 slasher film. Are there scantily clad women? Check. Is there a mass killer? Check. Is there lots of unnecessary dialogue that has nothing to do with the killings? Check. The only thing truly missing is a rockin' 80s soundtrack and the ability to act better than a pot full of boiling ramen noodles. However, if you're a fan of vintage wrestling, then this movie is chock full of glow or gorgeous ladies of wrestling whose careers were cut short by a jealous Las Vegas mogul's wife in the early 90s. If you're looking for a good slasher film, keep on walking. However, if you'd like to relive the great 80s or 90s fantasy of having sex with and or murdering the women of glow, then this is your dream come true. And one not to pass up. Slash Dance is an entertaining movie. The comedy is deliberately ridiculous and over the top. The plot is pretty standard and basically just an excuse to show women dancing on screen. The film is self-aware enough not to take itself seriously, but also not to overdo most of the jokes. 
The pacing is rather poor, though, making the hour 23-minute runtime feel closer to two hours. Overall, this movie is nothing special, but it's, you know, good for a few cheap, cheap laughs. Yeah, I mean, on- honestly, unless you're going to drink and talk and make fun of it with friends, or you are a fan of Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, there is absolutely no reason to watch this movie. Like, it just, it, it, it has no standout qualities whatsoever. It's one of those films that just kind of passes by and, and yeah. But unfortunately, due to our budgetary constraints, we couldn't watch Strip Tease. And this is honestly the closest movie I own. I mean, it's about a detective, like, investigating the murder of women who are dancers. And it's the B-movie version of that, I guess. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the C-movie version of the B-movie of Strip B, Tease. The even B-movie <laughs> version. So let's tell our friends how to drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give you some drinking games for this movie. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone gets killed on stage, take a drink. Number two, every time someone flirts with Tori, take a drink. Number three, whenever a new wrestler from Glow appears on screen, take a drink. You can just take it as any woman that appears on screen. I mean, it's basically the point. Just assume they are in drink. Number four, anytime someone is counting, take a drink. And of course, number one, because it's a wives' choice, every time there's a romantic moment, like a kiss or something, take a drink. Every time Amos does something stupid, take a drink. Every time the captain is a dick, take a drink. Every time there's a rehearsal, take a drink. And every time you see the killer lurking around backstage, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out a lot of other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. And remember, if you want to appease Paul's wife, then yeah, and you have a copy of Flashdance, not Flashdance, Strip Tease, um, please send it to us. We, can, we will do a full review of it. We just don't have access to a copy of it right now. Or Showgirls. She also suggested yeah, that Yeah, that that's one. it. Showgirls. Why do I keep saying Strip Tease? It's Showgirls. So, you know, we've come to the end of week three. Let's rank our movies real quick. Um, for me, at number four, because there are four weeks in February, Gigli. I still can't imagine a movie worse than Gigli. Number three, blank. I don't, I don't know yet. Number two, slash dance. I mean, it was an 80s, 80s slasher movie with the, the women of glow. It's entertaining enough. Number one, Ernest Scared Stupid. It's fun. It may be outdated at this point, but it is my childhood. I hope he didn't jinx us by like saying that nothing could be worse than Gigli and making the final movie the worst movie of all time. But um, number three, Sheely, yeah. Number two, Slash Dance, it, it happened. And number one, Ernest Scared Stupid, because number three was Sheely, and number two is Slash Dance. So, um, in the spirit of romance, we've given this month over to uh, to Wives' Choice. We've let Paul's wife choose two movies, one of which we couldn't watch because of, you know, money. And we've given my wife two choices. But uh, as of yet, my wife still has not made the choice of movie number two for herself because uh, 
we're never giving our wives choice to watch movies again. I mean, I just, we, I, they can't make choices. I, I love my wife, but, but I just, I can't deal with this. It was a nice thought. So in romance, their choice, find out next week, like we will, like 10 minutes before we review a movie, what we're watching next week. And until then, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next